were you saying about friendships? Okay, I was just saying that um, I've been hurt a lot by different women in the past. Um, there are some women that, you know, I have been friends with for years just because we went to college together, maybe grew up in the same area. Um, but then as life changes, you realize, you know what, this person really isn't my friend. This is more like an associate type of thing. And I think um, kind of getting out of our comfort zone and moving away, you really realize who were your friends. Um, and so this, I think it's, it was kind of a pivotal, pivotal and defining moment, you know, moving away from what we would consider home, moving away from Houston and being here. And so now it's like when you develop friendships, it's more purposeful because you know that, okay, this, friend, this person isn't just my friend because we had these past experiences. This person is my friend because I'm choosing to allow this person into my life and I'm choosing to have them as a friend. So it, it makes, the dynamic is a lot different. Right. Have you had to um, cut off any friends? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, have yes. we all? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I have. I have cut off friends because, um, you know, so, sometimes when people's lives change, they don't know how to handle it. And they attack the people that are closest to them. And I won't say that I'm perfect. I know I've, I've made mistakes, but um, I'm also the type of person where um, if somebody were to come to me and say, hey, Patricia, you really hurt my feelings when you did X, Y, Z, I'd be like, I am so sorry. You know, what can I do to make up for it? Because when I love, I love hard. But it takes a lot for me to let people in because of the times where I've been hurt. And, um, you know, and when I was growing up, I won't go too much in detail because I don't want to go into the article, but my mom always taught us that you don't need anybody else but your sisters. That's all the friends you need. And so anytime that maybe I might lose a friend or, you know, I always just divert back to my sister. And I love my sister and we're very close. We talk every day, but there are some things that I can't talk to her about just because, you know, we have different views. And I believe that every woman needs multiple friends because there's, you talk to one friend about this and another friend about that. It's just, you need different things, different friends for different right. things. Right. I life. agree. I agree. You know, yeah. I mean, not that it's a bad thing, but, you know, if you want to go kick it at the club every Friday night, I'm not that friend for you. Right. You know? <laughs> but I'm sure there you have another homegirl right. that can do that. You got you your know? happy hour, girl. You know yeah. Saying, but, yeah. So that's what that's all I mean by that. But I, I, I don't. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> what about you? Did you cut off any friends? You've had to have, have you had to have to cut off any friends? Um, my situation was a bit weird. It was a bit of like a simultaneous cut. Like basically, my college friends who I thought were gonna be like my forever friends. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I guess I had a wild period <laughs> after, you know, during college and then, like, once you graduated, mm -hmm, they felt like, mm -hmm. okay, it's time to grow up. You need to, like, chill. Right. You weren't ready, though. And I wasn't ready to receive that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm like, y'all supposed to be my friends. Y'all, you know, you supposed to accept me. Mm -hmm. And so I made the decision, you know, to 
we I guess it was a mutual thing because they kind of were like, if you don't change, like we ain't really gonna mess with wow. you no more. And yeah, you know, wow. any yeah. regrets though? Like any regrets from cutting them off or I mutual? do because now that I'm older and am in a totally different space. You know, I want things to like go back to what it was mm-hmm. like, and it's still weird. Like right, when we yeah. do see each other, even though like I like let's let bygones be bygones. Like it is what it is. Like I understand now, but this is also like you know, you were at fault, and then or this is how you guys made me feel. Like the whole situation could have been handled a lot better because mm-hmm. it was like very dramatic, and, and it was just. It was just like super extra. Mm-hmm. It ain't had to be all of that. Yeah. And um, but like I, I want it to be done, and it's still weird. So, mm-hmm. to a certain extent, like in the way that it was handled, you know, because I was, I wasn't angry, but for sure, it's like, oh, you trying to comfort me? Like, well, fuck y'all. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm gonna do me. Like, you, you love me or leave me. Okay. Like, that was me. You know. So. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I there was some elements that could have been handled differently, but and and I feel I know myself. If somebody says something that hurts me, I have a hard time confronting it. And I know that that's my biggest issue because I'll have people in my life that you know all of a sudden will say something that's like really rude and mean, where I feel like it's crossing the line, but because I never express it, we just don't talk about it, and then it's like. Why would you do that? To, but I never they told didn't even that know person. They did anything wrong. Exactly, but I have because I, I don't. I mean, and that's that's my I was that is my weakness because I think I I worry too much about offending somebody else, and I never admit to them when I feel like they've hurt me. Like I had one really good friend, and she might watch this, and um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we were really close, and we used to talk all the time. And, um, you know, when she was on her journey to lose weight, you know, I supported her. I tried to be there as much as I possibly could. And then when um, I got pregnant with my youngest, with Josiah, the whole time I was pregnant, she kept telling me I was fat. And I thought that, and I, but I never expressed to her how much that hurt my feelings. And she never acknowledged when I lost the weight. But it, it's like this unspoken thing. And I, I think she knows. I mean, she knows. But I think that's also how she jokes. And I kind of took it like, you know what? I shouldn't have to tell her that, that was rude. Right. But that really hurt me. And I feel, like it, I feel like that happens to me a lot, where I think I'm really, really cool with somebody. And then all of a sudden, they'll say stuff that really hurts me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I don't like, but you should. Like, why should I have to come and tell you, don't call me fat while I'm pregnant? You know, I feel like that sounds like such a baby. But at the same time, it's like, but I think my mind just kind of goes to, why would you do, like, like you purposely were trying to hurt me. So if you're going to do that to me, like, while I'm pregnant, when women feel the most (laughs) overweight, Mm -hmm. you know, like, then we're not really as cool as I thought we were. And so, but that is my weakness that I have a hard time like expressing those types of things because even though they hurt me, I don't want to hurt the other person back. So, I, yeah, I have to. I need. I know I need to work on that. But I still, we still are cool. We're just not close. Right. That's interesting, though. It's interesting. Do you find yourself? Do you consider yourself a people pleaser? 
I don't know. No. I I'm very independent, and I think I think in the back my mind goes to. I could be good by myself. Right. It goes back to what you, <laughs> you know? were saying, though, about yeah. you don't need any friends. If they're gonna, if, if somebody's gonna tear me down, like cut them off. I could just kick it by myself. Right. I mean, my husband is my best friend. Mm -hmm. I have my kids. I revert back to my sister. Mm -hmm. You know, but I think that makes it really hard for me to maintain friendships because you know there's that saying where you don't know a friend until y'all have a good fight. And mm -hmm. I feel like when we get to that fight part, I don't know how to do that tango and that dance right. to really get that long-term friendship mm -hmm. that I probably should have. But I, I'm, I'm working on it. Do you think, so we're gonna talk about too, the um, Jada Pinkett Smith's red table talk that mm -hmm. she does. And um, she had Gabrielle Union on talking about friendships and holding yourself accountable as well. And when I thought about that, holding yourself accountable, you automatically think about the negative things that you did. But also now listening to your story, hold yourself accountable for not even expressing yourself yeah. to those people. And I think sometimes it's easy for us to say, no, you wronged me. You did this, so I'm gonna cut you off because I don't have that, I don't have time for that type of negativity in my life. So bye, you know, I don't need it. Without examining, first of all, why did we allow that to happen? Um, second, what did we do or did we do anything to provoke that type of behavior? Or what energy were we giving off ourselves? Mm -hmm. But I think that's hard though, because you got to look at yourself and be like, I was wrong. Yeah. I did something. I need to better myself. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the hard part, like, because now you're admitting something's wrong with you. Yeah. No, I, I know. <laughs> you know I know that's you. my, I know that's my weakness. Yeah. But, you know. I think we all carry a little bit of baggage, you know, and that's that's a part, that's a place where I I need to grow. So I, I know I'm working. We bring like that this. into other relationships, mm -hmm. friendships, work relationships, mm -hmm. marriages, intimate, you know, we bring that baggage. We bring mm -hmm. those that hurt, because the last friend hurt you. Now you have your guard up, you're not gonna fool with this next person because um, of what the last person did. For me personally. I am, my ex calls me the cutoff queen. Like, <laughs> I will cut you off. And it may be from what you were saying too, like just reverting back, and we'll talk about this later, revert, reverting back to what we were taught by our mothers. But I am now to the point where I don't want negative energy right. around me. Um, however, I do evaluate the relationship. So I have a friend that I've been friends with um, since for 16 years, and that's a long time. So I'm not gonna just easily cut you off, you right. know? So if there's an issue, we're gonna talk about it. And we're gonna talk about it, and then the problem was it kept happening. It's the same thing, it's the same type of betrayal over and over, because sometimes I do feel like some people don't understand um, that they are hurting you because of what's dysfunction to us is normalcy to them. Um, and this may be how I interact in relationships, or this is how my other friendships are, so why are you so upset? So I feel like that's when I have to come in and say, no, this is what you did to make me upset. And so get you to understand, like, this is what happened. But if you keep doing the same thing, there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. And you got to go. Mm -hmm. 16 years or six months, like, yeah. you got to go. Because now you're, you're messing, you're coming in and, like, interfering with my energy. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think when I ask if, like, any regrets, I still think about, like, that friendship in the back of my mind. Like, I think Gabrielle Union talked about it, too. It's like it's still weighing on you with her mm -hmm. and Jada's relationship. 
you know, when she got the phone call, then it was like a monkey released off her mm -hmm. back. Because even though, you know, they didn't interact all the time, it was still something that's on your, yeah. on your mind, still something in the back of your head. So how do you, though, handle, like, a relationship? If, if it was a regret for a relationship, or, or if it's a relationship that you know needed to be separated, but it's still constantly, like, on you. Um, and I'm just gonna say it's the Holy Spirit. It's on you. Like something needs to be done. Like how do you handle that? Because my pride comes in. I'm like, I ain't calling you. You're not gonna hear from me. Um, I would say that each one of us kind of knows which friendships are gonna be the ones that kind of define us and build us, that are worth saving. Mm -hmm. And I think we know which ones aren't. Right. And I think sometimes that's where maybe the cutting off comes from. It's just like, you know, um, maybe we're just in two different places. Mm. Yeah. You know, because obviously that negativity is coming from somewhere. So why is it being directed at me? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I have enough time to try to understand it. You know, but, and I'll admit, if you look, I'm, I'm probably a little bit of a type A personality. Um, when <laughs> You know, um, I'm a very black and white kind of person. Mm -hmm. Either you love me or you don't. And I'm all about, like, what you show me. If you keep on showing me negativity, then to me, that's the type of person that either you are mm -hmm. or that you are with me. So why would I continue to allow the devil into my life? Like, that's the way I kind of, in the back of my mind, that's what I'm thinking. Like, some, for whatever reason, the devil is throwing daggers at me through this person. Through this person. And until that person works those issues out for themselves, they're going to continue to see me as an easy target because they know I'm not going to fight with them. Right. Like maybe they have relationships with other people or they're gonna fight with them. I'm not, I'm not that person. I'm not gonna say, it's not because I'm weak. It's just, I don't feel like fighting with people gets me anywhere. Right. You know, if we can't love each other, you know, if I, I, I totally believe in, if I see another black, beautiful black woman, if I see another Latino, beautiful Latina, I'm gonna say, girl, you look, you are so beautiful. You, yes. you look so good. I mean, that, that's who I am. But when I feel like another woman can't do that and mm -hmm. is willing to, like, tear you down because of whatever they're going through, I'm like, you know, to me, again, that's my type A black and white where I'm like, then why are you fooling with me? Right. You know, right. like, why are you in my life then if the only thing you can say to me is negative comments? And so I, I don't, I mean, again, I know that's where I could do better and just be like, you know what, I'm still going to love this person anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, despite the fact that obviously they're going through something. But at the same time, that's hard, right? right, right. That's Right. That, you love them from afar. You, you know, so... Afar. I, I'm, but like I said, I'm still cool with people, <laughs> you know, but I know that there's a part of me that's not all the way in right. because I'm like, I, I don't know why you aiming for me, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't feel like being, because I got, I got a lot on my plate, so I don't feel like being a target right, right. now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anything from you, sister? <laughs> No? You're going to leave it? Okay, we're going to leave it. We're going to leave it. Um, do you think, though, do you think that you're a good friend? I think that I can be, but I'm really bad at constant communication. Well, how does that define good friend? <laughs> you, you tell me. Like, do you think, tell me, what do you think is a good friend? 
Because I think our friendships change as you grow and as situations change, you relocate, you marry, you know, think situations change. But I think we know internally if we've been a friend to somebody else or not, you know? I feel like I'm a great friend. Like, I'm kind of a people pleaser. So, like, even now that I live out here, like, people who, you know, I call my friend, but really, we aren't, like, that close. Like, let's take my line sisters, mm-hmm. for example. Anyone who comes to this area, I'm like, hit me up. Like, if you need a place to stay, even, like, if we ain't never, like, if right. our relationship was super surface in college, like, I don't care. Come through. Mm-hmm. Like, I got you. Like, and I will roll. I, I say this all the time. I will roll out the red carpet if anybody comes to the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. You need to, like, I got you. Right. You know, so I'm willing to bend over backwards to make, you know, my friends or just associates, acquaintance, whatever. If you've been in my life, like, I will bend over backwards mm-hmm. for you. Now, as far as, like, BFFs, like, I have two that, like, I hardly ever talk to, but I don't feel like that makes me a bad friend. Right. Like, I will say I am probably too caught up in what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that I don't care about you. Because if you reached out or whatever, like, we're going to pick it up just right. like, yeah. you yeah. know, I saw you yesterday, right. even if it's been a few months since I last saw you or talked to you. So I do think I'm a good friend. But, you know, mm-hmm. I can probably be better with communicating. Mm-hmm. So for me, right now, it's like, kind of just like social media, like mm-hmm. dealing, you know. Yeah, social media is our crutch. Much, right. Mm-hmm. So, it is our yeah, crutch. Yeah, yeah. It is. Because yeah. I think we feel like when we see somebody on Facebook, we already know, oh, okay, we know what they did this right. week. We're connected. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You already know. You saw the kids' birthday party pictures or we saw this person posting whatever it is they post. You feel like you're a part of their, their life and like, I think that that has us messed up because now we don't reach out to call as much. But I also think, too, and you guys can chime in, that when you do <clears throat> when you do go separate paths, it's not like you have to talk to that person every day. But like you said, you pick back up mm-hmm. as soon because just as much as you have things going on, they have things going on as well. Um, it's... It, I know I shut down, not really shut down, I back away from one of my best friends because I'm single, no kids, no husband. She's married, children, they're in their extracurricular activities. She ain't trying to hear my single woman drama. You know what I mean? So that's how I feel. But then she's like, no. Why aren't you talking about that? Yeah, I need that because all day it's mommy, 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 right? So now you need some some, some grown-up conversation and Mm -hmm. things like that. So I think that I can be a better friend, but I don't like to talk on the phone, like... Yeah, that's how I am. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm very... I know I'm very loyal. Like, if there's somebody that I'm close to, and you say, Patricia, I need you to be here, can you help? I will be there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I will make plans, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because... You know, if you're asking me, then, I mean, I feel like you really right. need my support, and I want to be there for you. That's That's... I feel like I'm good when it comes to that, but I am not good with the text messages yes, and we know. the calls. Yes, I know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really, I'm really bad at that. So I, I'm working on that. <laughs> I'm work, I'm working on it. But I, overall, I think I'm a good friend. Yeah. But you also too like think about the friends. It's the same thing. Like we just said, other people have other stuff going on as well. Uh, yes. So. 
Yeah. I think that's just being an adult. An adult. I I'm adult. You're adulting. <laughs> You're yeah. adulting, right? And man, and then it's like the after dynamics work. change yeah. too, though. Yeah. And it's like after work all day, and then coming home and being with your kids all day, and talking to your husband. Man, it's like you're you. It's a lot, and then you got to think about texting somebody. <laughs> you know, it's like not like it's not that I don't love you, but yeah, it's a lot <laughs> going on. The friendships change though, because remember though, back in the day when you were single, you had your girlfriends. You guys are probably out every weekend, mm -hmm. you know, so doing things, talking all the time. I remember spending hours on the phone with your girls, you know, but. When things change after college, relocating, getting a career, getting a husband, children, the friendships change. Now it's like, hey, I'm coming to town. Can you? And it's like, yeah, you stay here. You know what I mean? It's a different of course, type of, of dynamic yes, now. Yes. It's a different meaning mm -hmm. to a friendship now mm -hmm. type of thing. Yeah, so I think that we have to, we can't put too much pressure on ourselves, like the texting back. I'm not good at texting back. But I'm going to tell you up front, I'm not good at texting back, so you don't have expectations of me texting you back. I got to call my aunt who called me two weeks ago, and I was like, <laughs> sorry, Renee, I'll call you, boo. Um, but Jada Pinkett Smith, the roundtable, what did you pick up? What did you guys pick up from it that, like, stood out to you from the conversation? What, well, kind of the same thing with Gabrielle Union was talking about how when she sees another beautiful woman come into the room, the first thing she does is attack them. She starts hating on them to make herself feel better. Mm -hmm. And I just never understand that. I mean, I've never been like that. I don't want to be like that. I was actually surprised Gabrielle Union admitted she was like that. I mean, but kudos to her for admitting it mm -hmm. and acknowledging it and saying, I don't want to be like that anymore. But why do we do that? And I'm not saying you specifically, but why do women do that to each other. You know, like, I feel like that's why it's so hard for women to be friends. It's, it's like we're so caught up in having this perfect life or this perfect body or this perfect job or perfect kids that when we see another woman who we think might have a little bit more than what we have in that area, then it's automatic. oh, she's not all that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, and then it's like, but you know, we can all kind of help each other. Nobody's perfect. So I, I, I don't know. That's what it. That's what stood out to me, and that's what it made me think about. Like, what is it in women? Just all women, where women do that to each other? Mm -hmm. I don't feel like guys. <laughs> well, maybe they do in a different way. A different way, right? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Misery like company for sure. It's just like if you're hurting inside, because obviously it's insecurity, right? Yeah, yeah. intimidation. Like, right. Yeah. So like. You're lacking, you know, and you're hurting, so you need to bring that person, mm -hmm. you know, down to your level. But I don't, I don't know. Like it, it is, cause I've had a firsthand experience being in the same area with her, and it was. We like talk about it off camera. Automatic hate. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like you don't even know us. Right. So it was like. Mm. What? I think though, what it is in my personal opinion, because she said two things. She said also she shrunk. Yes. Like, she would shrink. Um, but I think that whatever it is that you feel that you're lacking and you feel that that other person has more of, then you attack that person. If I feel like my public speaking is lacking and that person gets up and woos the crowd, then you're going to immediately hate on that person, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but also, that goes to with your shrinking. Like, when someone you feel looks better than you do or maybe they have on cuter clothes than you do, you shrink. Because now you're no longer the center of attention. I think she mentioned that too. So when she starts insulting that woman, now all the attention is back on you. Yeah. 
because now I'm assault, insulting this person. And so now everyone's focused on me again and not mm -hmm. focused on her, but focused on me for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you're attacking someone else, which really gets you nowhere. Because I would think that after that's all done, you get home and now you feel horrible about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know about y'all, but like daily, this is a little crazy, probably type A in me. Daily, I analyze my entire day. Like, what could I have done better? Could I have said anything to somebody that may have hurt their feelings? Maybe I need to go back to them and talk to them and see if I hurt their feelings. I do it every single day. Um, so for me, if I was in that sh in her shoes, I would get home and be like, what could I, I feel, I would feel bad and feel regretful for saying those negative, negative things um, about this other person. But I think it's intimidation. Yeah. I would like to have known like what her background was like i mean yeah. obviously there's always some deep you know mm -hmm. seated like reason of why we are the way that we yeah. are mm -hmm. why, you know, mm -hmm. we act like we act why do we do the things that we do so i'd be interested i heard her book was like amazing and i've been meaning to to buy it but maybe we should we should yeah, we read should that read. yeah but it's i mean that also shows though like because she's not the only woman who does that. Mm -hmm. But it also shows that someone of her stature, her beauty, mm -hmm. her career, her success, like... has the same issues as mm -hmm. Kilo Low down the street. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's the same That's thing. And too. you can see, and you know, just like you said, you see another woman and you think that they have everything going perfect for them, mm -hmm. but not knowing what's going on with mm -hmm. them on the inside. Because that same woman that she's attacking because she feels like that lady's intimidating, that probably that lady is probably feeling the same way when she walks into the mm -hmm. room. Like, you know, I'm yeah. a regular person, Gabrielle Union walks into the room, I'm gonna shrink, yeah. you know? <laughs> so you never know like what that other woman is experiencing. And I think that a com conversation with mm -hmm. each other, because a lot of times too, we, when we get around each other, if we see a lady with like nice shoes on, we tell our friend, oh, I like her shoes, mm -hmm. instead of telling her. And mm -hmm. I think if we reach out and tell her, hey, I like your shoes, I like your hair, I like your bag, that makes her feel a lot better. And then you can be a little more comfortable so the energy shifts mm -hmm. in the room. Because we know when we walk into a place and somebody give us a sweep, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, her shoes, you know what I mean? They do that, people do that. So, um, and I, you can hear when people are telling your fr their friends, oh, I love her hair, just tell me. Or just mm -hmm. tell the person as opposed to just telling your friend. So mm -hmm. I think if we are a little more conscious about that, mm -hmm. um, we would do a great job. We would be a lot better. And I don't think it's just black women, because oh, white yeah, women are petty a, too. I think it's I think it's just a woman thing. Who put that competition in us though? Our mamas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, where do we get society? It's naturally a like both. Yeah. Because again, going back to men, I feel that um Women are taught to compete for men. Women aren't taught to compete for, you know, the best job or getting good grades. That's just, you know, you want to be the cutest girl because if you're the cutest girl, you're going to get the hottest dude who might have the most money. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's where, that's the songs that you hear, you know, the poems that you read. That's, that, that's kind of how society, you know, kind of pushes us to that. And so, you know, if a guy has a good job, he got it. He know he got That's it. That's where their, their status comes in, though. Yes. Men, their status is more with money. Right. Mm -hmm. Ours is looks. Looks and what kind of dude you got? What kind of dude you got? If you got the powerful dude. Yes. Right, yes. right. So. If you cute and you got a cute dude. How many times, though, have you seen a guy that's like 
fine. And then you see his girl and she's like, eh. And you're like, how did she pull that? Like, we naturally think that though. Why? Like, how did she pull? Then we think, oh, it must be her sugar daddy. Like, or, you know, he, you know what I mean? I don't know. We don't give it like, maybe they really are in love. You think yeah, about, well, maybe, maybe she's doing something that somebody else didn't do it type of thing. <laughs> we don't give the yeah. woman props. Like, she's probably just smart, intelligent, or, great converse. Yeah. She's, um, um, I forgot what I was going to say. What does that say yes. about us, though, then? Because then I feel like we're, so cute. we're no, perpetuating oh. that, that whole stereotype that, you know, we are based on our looks or whatever. Like, yeah. the fact that, like, oh, uh, she ain't all that physically. Physically, right. You feel as though they're not That's what it has match. to be. So right. But we don't know. It could just be her drab day, like going from drab to fab. You know what I mean? You yeah. never know. Yeah. But why do we judge that immediately? And we do it. I think everybody does it. I think that's just a societal thing mm-hmm. that, you know, it's just that what we see on TV is images of all these perfect, beautiful people. Right. <laughs> and every advertisement, everything you see. So naturally, we are assuming, okay, well, if everybody that I see in advertisements is perfect, that must mean that that's the kind of person, you know, I want to be or right. I want to be with because then my life will magically be perfect too. But you don't that's be with maybe the nerdy like 10% of the world's population. Right. That's, right. you know, that perfect. Right. You know, it's, it's not... It's unrealistic. And some of them are perfect because they may have come to places like the Hair Gym Academy. <laughs> um, so if you're wondering what type of guest that, that the Hair Gym Academy audience, wait, what did I say? The Hair Gym Academy salon, um, the type of people that they have into their, their um, facilities, men and women, usually between the ages of 19 and 35, income ranging around 38,000, which is crazy in the Bay Area, how you making it um, in the Bay Area with 38,000, I don't know. Um, usually in the uptown, downtown area of Oakland. And the type of guests that they have here, the person who shops at Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Sprouts, Farmer's Markets, Flea Markets, Garage Sale, sounds very bohemian to me. Very, very star. Um, But if you're not that type of person, you can still come in anyway. The address is 329 17th Street in Oakland, 510-740-9433. Check out their website, hairgymacademysalon.com. In my life, I've seen it all.